This is the Uncovered Dish Christian Leadership Podcast. The podcast that uncovers stories, equips leaders, and changes the world. This is episode 17 of the Uncovered Dish Christian Leadership Podcast, the podcast that uncovers stories, equips leaders, and changes the world. And we're your hosts, Caitlin Deal. And James Lee. We've been gone for a while. I think the last episode we had was before annual conference. But we're back. But we're back. So that's good. And uh, if you are on the website, you might notice that, as long as everything goes well, that you actually can see us. So something that we're doing is a little different is we're upgrading. We are experimenting today with video podcasting. James, I like to think that we just look really good. Yeah. That we want everyone to know. So I think that's really the real reason, but <laughs> we can edit that out later. So. You know how, like, whenever you listen to, like, a radio show or a podcast, you always have an imagination of what they look like. But then when you actually see them, they look like completely different. So, yeah, if you're listening to us on iTunes or SoundCloud and you don't know what we look like, um, go on YouTube, youtube.com slash GNGUMC, and you will see what we look like and be amazed. I just learned about this like an hour ago. So <laughs> I surprised of- everyone that we're doing a video podcast yeah, today. So. so we'll try this out. But today um, we have Brittany Riley and Josh Kidney. Can you guys tell us a little about yourself? Well, I am Brittany Riley, Online and Digital Communication Manager at the uh, Mitchell Resource Center. And I'm Josh Kinney. I am the Editorial Manager for the conference, and um, I handle the Relay and the Digest. So today, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about Instagram. So what is it? Why does your church need to be on Instagram? And another reason why we have these two lovely people is because they both are very, um, they know about social media and online. And, you know, obviously, Brittany, that's her expertise and her profession. Uh, Josh is here also because he is great on Instagram. He's an Instagram aficionado. You can follow him at, at him at the J Kins. That's T-H-E-J-K-I-N-Z uh, on Instagram. Right. And also, he just recently took over the GNJUMC Instagram page. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So hey, wait, what was the word you just said? Instanato. Aficionado. Aficionado. Instagram aficionado. I, I, I like and this say... is a James Lee dictionary term that <laughs> it's I like. A Jamesonism. To, that we're copywriting <laughs> at this moment. Instanato. Right? Instanato. Well, uh, the word is insta famous. But see, we're changing. This is why it. Josh is. <laughs> That's right. Thank God he <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have to clarify that for right, you. But let's go right there, into it. Really so, what people. is Instagram, and why is it important? So, you know, I like Instagram because it's more of a visual social media platform. Um, I find, I don't know if I should say this, but I find myself getting really bored with Facebook personally. Um, And while it's important for businesses, organizations, churches, um, me personally, I'm just looking for something a little different. So that's why I love Instagram, um, because I can just check up on my friends, see a cool photo and just be done with it. there's not endless memes, although there's memes, but <laughs> Facebook, it's just like scrolling through memes lately, it seems like. so. I think it's the best social media platform out there, for sure. How's it different from Facebook? Facebook is where you're posting a bunch of memes and articles and information. Statuses. And statuses about yeah. your life. And I mean, you're still doing that on Instagram, but just well, in a different way. Yeah, the thing about Facebook is it's crazy overwhelming, and a lot of it is just nonsense. How is Instagram different where you don't scroll down? You have people's feet on Instagram, yeah, too. Yeah, you're still scrolling through Instagram. With though, Instagram but. is, I feel like the people who you know, really care about Instagram um, take more time in curating their photos, creating photos, being creative. Why should congregations 
get onto Instagram. Yeah, I was, I was actually thinking about that because, you know, with like Facebook, it's pretty obvious, right? Facebook, you create a page, like a business page of your church, and it's pretty official. You put up news, uh, you know, things like that. But a church opening an Instagram account, it's, it's kind of still strange territory. Um, you know, I don't see that many churches doing it well, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so wh- how does a church open an Instagram account and how do they use it? Photos of your community, how you're serving, um, pictures of your congregants, what your worship looks like. Um, there's so many great things that you can share. Um, Do you think there should be a strategic plan before they even go into setting that Instagram up, but really kind of sit down with their church, with their team and say, hey guys, we want to do this. What does this look like for us? And like James, I were taught in our context mm-hmm. um, to kind of even set guidelines and boundaries on what should be posted. Yeah. Um, who should be in charge of this account? I can see 20 people all posting things. Yeah, you it's- definitely don't want to overload the news feed. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's just the most annoying thing as a user of Instagram. Right. Um, to log on there and see, you know, James posted 30 pictures today. So what's a recommendation um, of how many posts? Four at the most. A week? Think? I would say a day. A day. A day. Yeah. 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 One a day? So a one a day, one a day is, is totally fine. safe. That's acceptable. But you're saying three to four a day. If you really want to get into it, So there's a commitment almost. If you want to start it, we have to make sure that someone is committed to yeah, you definitely doing want to this. maintain it and that's the same way with any social media platform i mean you really want to maintain it it's a great way to reach people too exactly it's a whole mission field in a sense because and this is a whole uh, demographic too that you would be reaching like a yeah. whole different age group tell, and tell us more about that so um it's a little bit younger of an age um group so we were talking about this before you know how do we get people to know that you're on Instagram. Are you supposed to go around following people like in the street? Like, hey, what's your username? Like, I want to follow you from my church. (laughs) Like, how do you like, do you like, how do you get people to know? Is it a sign? Is it? I'm still wrapping my head around the idea of like a church Instagram account. So share it on your on your website. You know, you can have a link to it on your website, just like you would with Facebook or Twitter. You can share that in your um, monthly emails or newsletters things like that um, but you have a you have more followers than following yeah which i think is actually kind of impressive that's always like a I, tricky uh, dynamic with, for that with, goal uh, myself. with instagram it's like you never want to be like that person who has like 50 follow was it like 50 followers but you're following like 2000 right it's like right i it's don't almost, like that. you almost it's feel weird. like you're not popular or something right it's there's that like dynamic trying to my suggestion would be don't worry about that in the beginning. Just get your followers. I think Instagram needs quality photos, mm-hmm. quality posts. Yeah. Um, even though, like, shouldn't you start kind of getting your okay. page together, your Instagram, your photos, your content together before you start following? Because I think yeah, it yeah, also. Right. I mean, yeah, no, one's gonna, no one's going to want to follow it, you back if you have one. Well, picture. it could yeah, be a brand. Yeah, that's not I, interesting. It's technically your brand. You are. You are like putting this out there. It's just like Facebook. It's the brand. When people are looking for churches, they're going to go to your website first to see what you're about. Mm-hmm. If you have an Instagram, they're going to check out your Instagram and they're going to see a page of yeah. food. Yeah, they're Caitlin- gonna, you know. So I feel like is that important to actually really produce high quality content before you really kind of launch? You could do a soft launch maybe with yeah. your con- like congregation, but before you start following people on the sidewalk. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. If really it's a personal on, account, on I think it's fine. Quality. But if it's an organization or, or a church, where you know, yeah, you mm-hmm. would definitely want to yeah. get those th- that brand going, those pictures up first. Yeah, have mm-hmm. it s- have it established. 
I also think that Instagram, you know, it's not just an online relationship too. Like I found the the best way to actually build relationships through Instagram is I started use, using Instagram as like almost my business card. So when I would go and meet people and they say, hey, do you have a business card? I say, hey, do you have an Instagram? And, you know, I follow you, you follow me and we stay connected that way. So I feel like just that in person saying, hey, our church has an Instagram account, right? Or, you know, follow, follow whatever UMC yeah. here, you know, I think just that face to face connection is just kind of the ends mm-hmm. up with the best results of having followers too. Mm-hmm. So for a church congregation, what should things they should post? Um, well, and we it's talked a, about it's scriptures a way, and yeah, it's a way too to share everything that's happening in the church. Getting volunteers, promoting events, outreach, yeah. Yeah. staff, things like that, like a, like a volunteer of the week sort of thing. Mm-hmm devotional kind of mm-hmm. messages with like a maybe a baptism yeah that would be yep. like water bath that would be beautiful mm-hmm. do you think that like photos should just be a photo or sh- there should always be a caption about what this is hashtags i know mm-hmm. we can get into more about hashtags about how that can promote congregations and outreach <clears throat> i think it's important to put something i mean if it's more of like an artistic sort of picture like if you're putting, um, like Rethink Church does a lot of um, yeah. really cool photos and then they'll have like the scripture overlaid over the photo. But you know, something like that is is fine maybe to not. But I think if you're really trying to promote outreach, you want to explain what's going on. So yeah. if you take a picture of, you know, worship on Sunday morning, you want to have an explanation there. And you want to have those times too. Time I worship, our children's worship is yeah, at this exactly. time. It's the yeah. same thing, I think, the same concept as Facebook, but it's just more intimate. All right, so let's talk hashtags. So how how do you use it right, and how do you how should you not use it? Well, you want to use a hashtag that's relevant or trending at the moment. Um, how do you the, find out trending hashtags? Yeah, search, I'm, like, search I'm like, so last year. So I'll be like, I'm like yeah, this yeah, is trending. I'm like, so, wait, that was trending like five months ago. Like, so yeah. if I'm not sure what's trending, I'm just going to look. Uh, so I'm in, in Instagram right now. So let's let's think of something that we can search for. Cookies. Cookies. <laughs> because Josh has cookies right now. He's hiding. <laughs> so in Instagram, there's a search. <laughs> I only have two. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll split it half and half. So you can search Quarter, in Instagram versus like the top things that are trending. You can search by people. Now I'm looking for cookies. Okay. Um, and then you can search by tags. So hashtag cookies, hashtag cookies and cream. So the number one thing that's trending right now for cookies with 12 million posts over that is hashtag cookies and you can just click on that and there's lots of pictures of cookies so what's the treats. benefit of because of, you know sometimes you see posts with like a nice caption but then it's like loaded with hashtags oh, yeah. yeah but what's the benefit of having a hashtag you know i mean someone might so say screw all the hashtags you know i just want to put a nice picture with a nice meaningful caption and that's it see i've gotten lazy in my personal instagram account and that's all i do mm-hmm. i yeah. used to load it with hashtags and i think that is kind of how i built the following well, Brittany made a really good point because that's how you can search. Right. That's how we can They're go on searchable. to Instagram and yep. search that's kind of worship the point of them. Yeah. Wor- or Bible or yeah, script yeah. or God. And all these pictures will come up. And what's the minimum? I know I learned it was only like up to maybe 10. If you that should also is look still... at like your region. Like if your church is in at the Jersey Shore in, um, you know, Ocean uh, Grove or something like that, there's tags that are specifically for that spot. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, right. you know, o- OGNJ or something, you know, is, is definitely going to be Ocean Grove or 
or whatever. You just got to think about where you're at and what tags apply to that place. You know, my big thing is that whether or not Instagram actually should be in the church. Like, if it's not done well, is it actually do more harm? Um, is that an accurate statement? Like, yeah, would like, you agree what that... What if a church is like, not doesn't even have a website or a Facebook page, should it be seeking an Instagram account? I think the first place that you really want to focus your energy is on creating a decent website. Because yeah. when someone Googles umc churches in a particular area that's really the first thing that's going to come up you know instagram might not be for beginners um but it's definitely a great next step to um somebody who has their website and social media pretty much kickstarted. yeah i agree right. yeah and i think i really want to emphasize again that instagram really the audience is much younger than those who are on facebook right facebook you really have people from right. of all ages so right? different content might be appropriate for different platforms who right. should be making that content in the churches should it be well, i guess it depends on the church that right? Depends. Like, yeah. if you have a communications mm -hmm. person i guess that would be the person but should the pastor be doing this James like looking like, oh, I don't have time to do that. Delegation. <laughs> but James, like you're starting your church Hopefully. soon and you're looking at kind of rolling some of these platforms out. Who would you think would be, you know, I think like, let's get our high school students in there. Yeah, that's great. They know it, but they leave for college in a year and then it goes blank. So who do you enroll? Even that, I would also imagine like, you know, this shouldn't be something that just one person does because... Once you start thinking of a social media platform for your church, there has to be some kind of level of accountability because, mm -hmm. you know, there is a certain message that you're sending out to your community. It can't just be anything that's inspiration or cool right. or nice. Here's the great really juice for communion to, today. Like, I feel like it has to have meaning. Right. Like, I feel like if it's... I, or artistic I think, value. Yeah. Right. I feel like if you keep it relevant to say you're doing a sermon series, so that week every Instagram post is relevant to that message, right? Or to that sermon mm -hmm. series, yeah. something like that. It you know, should be that scheduled. Mm -hmm. Scheduled plan. So you really need a, a kind of a team to be kind of talking about this and envisioning this together when it's in a church. That's my opinion. And that starts with a conversation. By who? Maybe the pastor? Yeah, By... it could be started from the pastor, but it really has to involve the lay leaders, right? The whole church mm -hmm. really has to be yeah. in on yeah. it. It can't just be, you know, one one tech-savvy guy just say, I'll take the church's Instagram. So you're saying you know? there's a handful of lay leaders that are posting on Instagram? No, maybe not posting. Maybe the posting is still one person, right? I don't what know. Do I think? think you can have a few people just as long as the messaging is consistent. Right. Um, the only thing about having, you know, a lot of people in there is overposting, right? Right. And the message wouldn't be consistent and there's crazy things that could go up. Um, and that could cause more harm, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. I think the quality of it too. Yeah. Right. One person's quality or creative artistic design might be totally different from somebody else. So how do you, you know, maybe one person's really good at coming up with the content mm -hmm. and one person's really good at taking the photos and one person's really good at doing the scripture so those like those people work together. those people who have this they all have their own talents and then bring them together yeah right. um, i think that's like your first step conversation mm -hmm. before yeah. <laughs> it's definitely that instagram is definitely a creative social media platform and people go there to be visually inspired so you have to be very mindful about what kind of photos you put up on instagram right mm -hmm. and i think half of my inspiration comes at least from instagram yeah so what do we do it we have j and g and j umc instagram what's our yeah, and we have Ignite as well. So you have Ignite, which is our youth leader conference yep, um, that right. takes place in October, well, end of September, October, mm -hmm. and then our conference, GNJ. So what are mm -hmm. some, Josh, you kind of run that a little bit. What are some posts that you 
put on there? A lot of it comes from, you know, we have lots of artists that come to Ignite. So we have pictures of them. We have bios of them. A lot we of promotion ha- stuff right now because we're gearing up for Ignite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm seeing. So this is similar to church events when they have their, you know, um, church event coming up, a flea market. Hey, mm-hmm. guys, in three weeks, come see it. So it's the same concept mm-hmm. of really for the promotion, right. Right. promoting yeah. your events in an artistic way. It's like way. taking mm-hmm. over almost like it, think of it as a small business. You know, you mm-hmm. want people to really like that business. You'd want them to follow it. You want them to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Here's a picture um, of James on our Ignite yeah. page. <laughs> so, you know what was really cool that we did last year for Ignite? Um, it says, hey, youth leaders, stop by the Ignite merch table between uh, now and 11 o'clock for a free T-shirt. So um, that was kind of a fun thing. We got we gave away a lot of T-shirts mm-hmm. to, to youth leaders. I remember that. That's really cool. Yeah. And what about on our yeah. G&J, uh, G&J page? We did a, a thing where for um, 40 days during Lent, we posted a photo uh, with a, a word, which was actually put out by United Methodist Communications. Rethink they, Church. For, uh, Rethink Church. Mm-hmm. They give you the word, and then we would find a corresponding photo. Mm-hmm. And um, that was kind of a way Relent, to... Yeah. yeah, just to start building that account. And, and there's a lot of resources out there that Did can you think that you. helped? Did you find a lot of Yeah, I think it helped grow it, for by sure. By doing it every day. And it, it gave consistency. It, yeah, it gave it consistency, and it actually gave it a look. So when you go on the right. page, you see like these really days nice photos. So, yeah. so I want to go, go into that look, the technicality. So I just want to just gush a little bit and say, Josh, you do a fantastic job with the Instagram <laughs> account. And I, like during the 40 days of Lent, I was like, this is really high quality stuff. And it's also consistent. It's really beautiful. Like someone would would know what to expect if they were to subscribe to this particular Instagram rest. account, right? Rest was one yeah. of the days. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. So like, um, <laughs> I want to go slightly into the technical aspect. So like, so what is your workflow? It's not just snap a picture and post on Instagram anymore, right? There's a lot yeah. more to it. There's definitely a lot more to it. Um, so there's different editing apps that you can use to enhance your photos and. I mean, you can in, you can enhance them just on Instagram. There's right, plenty so of there's filters, like filters and mm-hmm. stuff. There's like ways that you can filter. change. Yeah, recommend doing which is that. fine. If you're a little bit more advanced with Instagram, you go to ViscoCam, which is just VSCO, another, right? which is just another app that you can download and and then you can save the photo when you're done editing it and then upload it to Instagram. And there's another one called Afterlight, which is I would say those two were the the top editing apps so what are the benefits some of the benefits of having these two say those apps will definitely make your photo look better there's more there's a lot more filters to choose from there's a Mm. lot more uh, ways to kind of bake your photo i like to say bake it it. (laughs) (laughs) until it comes out just right you know (laughs) another thing i like about these apps though you know because you introduced me to visco and i was playing around with it and i always had a hard time with my instagram account of having a consistent look because i would start playing around with the filters every photo and they all look so different oh yeah right but your account and like some of the really like people with millions of followers right right, you tends to start to become that way yeah you kind of have a preset filter that you start you can build on visco and then yeah. save it and then mm-hmm. so every time you take a picture you could go to that filter right away and tweak it a little bit but at that point you have a consistent look yeah right? and you know so. if you take a picture of a certain thing that it's going to look better in this filter as opposed to another right i guess that just takes experience right? yeah 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 the jakins everybody <laughs> <laughs> so how long does it take you you know for a gnj account do you, how long how many times do you post on that that is not as often as i need to be so 
Okay, so Hopefully how long do you think more. like it takes for our average person in the congregation to really make their Instagram consistent and you know vibrant and follow you know have followers? How long? What's the time commitment? I would to say set it, start to it up and to weekly maintain it. I would say at least do something on it once a day. That should mm -hmm. be the commitment to it. If you want, really want to build it, you really want to see something happen with it, start with just once a day, mm -hmm. and. That's, that should be plenty just to get going. Mm -hmm. and Within it, a few weeks, you should be. Yeah. And as it good. grows and you start to have a look and you, have, you start to have a consistency, then start worrying about followers. Mm -hmm. Then start worrying, you know, thinking, how can I get some more followers? But mm -hmm. establish that first, that, that brand, that look, those photos. I like, James, what you're mentioning for, like, if you have that script that week, though, that's a good time to really start preparing people and getting them excited about Sunday worship, right, right. you know, posting that stuff, posting the scripture that's going to be read. So by Sunday, they're ready for that message. I think yeah. that's a really great um, idea that you mentioned. Yeah, because if you think about churches, right, a, a pastor and hopefully kind of a worship team is preparing for a worship service every single week. You could interpret that as content creation. So mm -hmm. essentially, you already have the content. You just need mm -hmm. to, you know, uh, translate that into Instagram in, in a visual way or Facebook and all these different social media platforms, but you already have the content. You just need to interpret it so that you could really bring up the engagement. Right. And that's mm -hmm. a really great post right there. So preparing for worship. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, the team is preparing a selfie of all of us getting ready, you know, mm -hmm. and, and saying, Hey, uh, join us for Sunday worship. I mean, there's a post right there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I want to start wrapping it up a little bit, but are there any good resources that you would recommend that churches who are now interested in starting an Instagram account to look into what they should read or, or watch or whatever? Um, you know, if you're interested in it, Google it and you'll find a ton of resources out there, articles, um, ideas, tips, um, strategies that'll help you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say too the rethink church might be something to look at. Yeah, see definitely how, follow them. They're how they're really doing it. Site, and um, since we're talking about Instagram and inspiration, I would say um, there's an account that is really interesting for, especially for our area. It's called Jersey Collective, and it was started by just this one girl who was very much inspired by living in New Jersey. And every week, somebody takes over the account that lives in New Jersey. And they have a week's worth of photos. So they post the entire week and it shows you just a little slice of their part in New Jersey. How wow. do you how do you get to be a part of that? So you, you just sign up online. The waiting list is about two years out. Are you <laughs> signed up? I have been on it once already. Oh, okay. But um it's a really amazing account and it's it has like over ten thousand followers and Everybody, they don't just post a photo. They explain to you why this photo is meaningful. Or like it could be a picture of their favorite diner in their hometown or, mm -hmm. you know, a place they used to go, to, you know, as a child or a beach that they love or something. And the entire account is just weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks worth of all different scenes of New Jersey. And so I think that's really an account church could look at and say, we could share our church in this kind of way mm -hmm. as well. That's and be mindful of who you follow too, like um, people in your community, um, other groups in your community, even other churches. Follow your congregants. Um, yeah. Follow businesses that are that are local to your church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big. That's that would really be really big. Yeah. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. help with partnerships, fundraising. Who knows? Absolutely, yeah. Who knows what it could lead to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, you could also go on Instagram and just look at, find churches that are doing it well and try to kind of learn from them, right? I know Bethel Music does a really good job. Saddleback Church is doing really well. United Methodist Church has an Instagram account that's really growing, and like you said, Rethink mm-hmm. Church is doing yeah. really well too. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think it just takes practice. Like it takes commitment and mm-hmm. practice. Yeah. And it's fun. It is it fun. It shouldn't be something that should be extremely stressful. No. Um, it should be fun. Yeah, I wouldn't overthink it. I would just, you know, do your best to make it look really great and have good content. And that's it. Have fun with it. Awesome. All right. Great. Thank you so much. All right. So let's uh, start wrapping up. And uh, every podcast we have oh. a, the last question we totally forgot about the last oh, question we, we the last told question. you it's been a while and we're back and we have <laughs> exercising our uncovered what is the last muscles. question i don't know that by now oh my goodness do you is listen to our life on no, other planets <laughs> 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 um so we should probably change the, that question now maybe we should, should we'll we change it up. maybe we'll turn it next time we guys to be our last two I don't know. There you go. Yeah. I want okay. this special question. Okay. So, so there's okay. one question that we ask all of our guests at the end of every podcast. And the question is, if you can have one dish for the rest of your life, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, no one. variations, what would it be? I feel like I could eat sushi for the rest of my life. Yeah, sushi. We've yeah. heard that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just... I could agree with her on that. Yeah. The thing is, I've been on the Uncovered Dish podcast, and you already know my answer, which is Philadelphia cheesesteak. But not just any, I would imagine, right? I mean, there's certain ones that you get. Yeah, from Jim's on from South Jim's. Street. Okay. <laughs> That's a little plug in there. We there. Go. We'll, we'll charge him later. Brought to you by. Hashtag cheesesteak. I would agree with, with um, Brittany as well. Sushi is is up there. Yeah, sushi's good. Any, any particular sushi spot? I need a good sushi spot. I'm open to um, Ginza is good and Ocean, Ginza. yeah. See, yeah. my husband doesn't eat sushi, so I don't get to eat it very often. Uh, that's yeah. a shame. It is. It's sad. <laughs> sushi spot, Lagusta Lounge on the Asbury Park Boardwalk. Wow, unreal. Sushi. Unreal. There unreal. you go, Brandy. That's, that's very right, real. Lunch let's go. Yes. Let's go get it for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> date <laughs> all right well that is it for episode 17 of the uncovered dish christian leadership podcast we are with Brittany and josh thanks for so much for coming on the show you can go on instagram just search gnjumc and you could uh click the follow so button you should for follow, us. definitely follow us yeah mm-hmm. it's it's that we have upcoming events that and we follow post ignite. and share mm-hmm. yeah and, and it's ignite. a really good account it's, mm-hmm. it's high quality photo ignite gnj right. so definitely follow those Two Instagrams first. Yep. <laughs> Before you do anything else, you open because up Instagram and follow that is how it's done. Two. If you want an example, you should follow our... <laughs> Yeah, Ignite GNJ. Ignite GNJ. All right. So GNJ UMC and Ignite GNJ. And you can follow Brittany at B-R-I-T-N-E-999. Wow. I'm telling you, this Instagram is... Instagram is my yeah, like really knows. Instagram really is my business card. That's handles. how I like connect with people. And oh. the Jakins, T H E J K I N Z, the Jakins. Caitlin we already have my... ten twenty four. <laughs> Mine is the dot James dot Lee. Someone took the James Lee without the periods, so I put periods. The James period James period. How could there photos. be another the James Lee? I know. Right? <laughs> one. I thought I was the James Lee. All right. So that's it for today. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you again for tuning in today's podcast. If there are any topics you'd like us to uncover or any comments for us, you can email them to podcast at gnjumc.org. We will be posting a new podcast every other Wednesday. So if you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes and subscribe to be up to date on the latest episodes. We'll talk to you soon.